This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact through the power of facilitation, coaching, and professional speaking. I'm madly in love with my amazing wife, but there's another woman in my life. There's a woman who's always with me no matter where I go. She gives me good directions. She answers all my questions. She's always there for me and doesn't yell at me. Though I must confess, I've yelled at her a time or two. Sorry. Long before I met her in person, she was the voice setting for my GPS in my car, on my iPhone, and all my other Apple devices. My guest today is the voice behind all of that. My friend, Karen Jacobson, is the GPS girl and the most downloaded voice in the world. She is the Australian voice of Siri and GPS systems on over 1 billion devices around the globe, including elevators, cruise ships, and other software applications. I'm excited to have Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl here, to talk about how we as leaders can recalculate when we find ourselves veering of course. Karen, welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast. Hello, Eddie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I can't help but smile when I hear your voice. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Tell my listeners what else I missed. Well, that's interesting. I am originally from Australia. I moved to New York City in the year 2000 and realized my childhood dream. I'm from a town called Mackay near Australia's Great Barrier Reef. And I was tremendously influenced and impacted by Olivia Newton-John when I was small. And I saw her on television when I was seven years old and I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I had direction. I knew I wanted to be a professional singer and move to New York. And I have... uh, been a songwriter and singer and performer 
for many years before that fateful voiceover job uh, (laughs) where I recorded for 50 hours and my voice ended up in a billion devices and that led to creating an empowerment brand and a professional speaking career and led me to you today. Well, how about that? And yes. just tell us a little bit, because you truly have a remarkable career and that brand that you've built. I wasn't calling you a girl. That literally is your brand, the GPS girl. <laughs> That's right. The GPS girl is a state of mind. It's a, it's a way of life to be able to navigate yourself, to be able to navigate change and to be able to recalculate in life and business, just like we do when we're driving a car. Excellent. Excellent. And what a powerful brand that is. And you talked a little bit also about pursuing your dream uh, as a young lady. And you uh, have sung all over the globe. You've sung all over the globe and you've sung in some of the biggest stadiums in the world. Can you tell us a little bit about that? (laughs) Yeah, well, I have uh, performed my original songs in concert in uh, venues. I have recorded nine albums on my own record label and had my songs in different shows and on screen. And along the way, I have a real love for singing the national anthem, both in the United States and in Australia, and was uh, booked to sing the national anthem at a stadium uh, for the first time uh, for uh, a Boston Red Sox game at Benway Park for for, uh, 34,000 people and subsequently have ended up singing the national anthem at multiple major sporting events at Madison Square Garden a couple of times for the Knicks game, for the Liberty game, uh, the Oakland A's. Gosh, I think the biggest one was for the Jets at Giant Stadium for 80,000 people. Oh, my just amazing. Yes. So these are no small accomplishments. And so I want my listeners to know that uh, you're kind of a big deal, Miss Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been in many high stakes situations, that's for sure, and have had to figure out how to recalculate my way through them emotionally and otherwise. So tell us a little bit about that. You have uh, referred to that a couple of times now. What is recalculating? Recalculating is the ability to let go of what did or did not happen um, on a daily basis. Now, life, we think we have it figured out. We think we have a plan, but pretty much every day, multiple times a day, we are having to course correct, having to make changes, having to deal with rapid change. And this might be in a small way, a meeting may be postponed or cancelled. We might have a travel delay. A project could get shelved that we've been working on for months. There are many ways an individual or a leader can find themselves needing to take stock, have a look at where things are and deal with uh, consequences that they did not necessarily expect. And I find to be able to stay emotionally even through those kinds of experiences is something that can really set a leader apart. Wonderful. Now, you refer to also what literally happens, quite frankly, when we are driving. And I always say I'm the reason GPS was invented because (laughs) I'm horrible at directions. I get lost 
anywhere I go. In fact, my wife still teases me about the idea that I've been in Houston now six years and I should not need to turn the GPS on to get to simple destinations, but I still do. So <laughs> oftentimes without a GPS before that, you know, I would end up lost as many people I'm sure would, would test to themselves and not know it until you're just looking around. You're like, okay, I'm completely out of sorts here. Where am I? And that is what happens to us as leaders at times. We are going about our affairs thinking we know what we're doing. We've got it all figured out. We don't need any direction. And then we look up and we're, we veered off course. We're yes. nowhere where we desire to be or want to be. How can we figure it out sooner? Well, what is what is important is to be able to identify that we're off track because the moment that we've noticed that we are off track is the moment we can start to do something about it. And I think that this is a, this is a really powerful point because so often we will be in some state of denial or really not wanting to uh, acknowledge reality that things have not been going the way we want them to go and our results aren't the way we had intended them to be. But once we acknowledge it, we notice it, we acknowledge it, we are willing to say, okay, I'm off track and I am now going to recalculate. That sets in motion a different energy and the ability to reset ourselves to head toward where we really do want to be going. So we must become more intentional is what you're saying. Well, I think we want to be honest with ourselves is okay. what I'm saying. And intentional, yes, straight after that. But it can come as a surprise to us when things aren't going the way we want them to go because so often we, we have good intentions and we have a plan and we're working that plan, but the circumstances are not aligned with what we are wanting our outcome to be. And when that happens, it can take us longer than we would like to recognize it. So when we can, we can shorten that time frame and be able to uh, identify it, the more quickly we can then recalculate. We can have a look at what is working and what is not working. We can be willing to change direction or take different actions. We can clarify our destination. We can look toward where we thought we were headed and make a decision. Are we still headed there or has this new information that's come to light? Does that mean we are now shifting our destination? So there are, a, I, I teach a five-step uh, recalculating process and they are the first few of those steps. Um, very important to be able to build our ability to work through that process quickly and, as I said, in an emotionally even way because our emotions are what will take us out, Eddie, every time we get caught up in the drama. It is a, such a human uh, condition. And if we are able to notice that that's what's starting to happen, you know, a, a powerful leader sets the tone for their team and their organisation. And when there is a lot of activity, a lot of uncertainty in, in a space, when the leader is able to provide that stability, it's a tremendous marker for those around that leader to remain calm and be able to quickly move through 
to the new plan, whatever that plan might be. Interesting. So now I'm intrigued. What are the five directions for your recalculating process that you teach? Uh Well, the first is to notice that you are off route. The second is to be willing to change direction. And being willing is the most challenging part of or challenging step of this process because we don't like to generally like to admit that we didn't do the way it was designed, we, that things haven't unfolded the way we wanted them to. We want to hold on. We want to hang in there. But when we're willing to change direction or to try something new, there's an incredible humility and power in that step. So you said I can't be stubborn and say, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> you can, but you're just maybe sometimes delaying the ability to turn things around. Okay. The third uh, direction for recalculating is to clarify your destination. The fourth, once you know, okay, I am on the right track and I'm going to continue to make these, take these steps, or I need to shift the outcome that I'm after. uh, The next step is to embrace the steering wheel. And that step's really about moving from the passenger seat to the driver's seat, getting ourselves ready to go for it. It, It's almost like having that moment for a mind shift, uh, a powerful shift so we can then say, okay, I'm geeing myself up, I'm getting ready to go for it. And the fifth uh, and final direction for recalculating is to accelerate, which is all about taking action. You can't see me smiling, but I use that illustration all the time in my coaching practice, shifting my clients to get out of the passenger seat or really? out of the back seat into the driver's seat. So Very I am just good. smiling from ear to ear. Very good. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing those five steps uh, with us. So notice, be willing, clarify your destination, embrace the steering wheel and accelerate. Accelerate. Fantastic. Well, Karen, we're going to pause briefly for a word from our sponsors. But before we do, can you just say for me one time as we go to break what you say when we are off course? Oh, that very special magical word. I can. Recalculating. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment after we're from our sponsors. We're talking to Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner, the leadership accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. Hey, this is Dave Sanderson. You may know me from being the last passenger off U.S. Airways Flight 1549, The Miracle on the Hudson from the movie Sully. And you're listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner. We're back, everyone. We're talking to my friend, Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl. And that is her brand because she 
is the voice behind over a billion downloads around the world where her voice is a part of Siri on uh, Apple mobile devices. She's in elevators. She's on cruise ships, software applications, you name it. You've heard her voice. And so let's hear more of her voice and more of her wisdom. Before the break, Karen, you were telling us about uh, recalculating your five directions, your process that you have created for us. But there's something else that you've talked about in the past and I would love to get more insight on. Can you tell us uh, what you mean when you talk about listening to your inner GPS? How does oh, I'm so happy you asked. Well, there are a lot of different descriptions for what I like to call my inner GPS. Uh, people can sometimes call it their instincts or their intuition or their true selves or their hearts. I mean, there are a lot of different descriptions. But to me, listening to my inner GPS means I am listening to that very clear knowingness within me. And when I'm speaking to a group at a conference or an event of some kind, I will ask them, you know, you know the times when you want to make a move in your life or in your business And everyone around you has an opinion about that move that you want to make. And sometimes we will listen to the opinions of others and allow that to drown out what we were thinking of doing. And sometimes we will even go with what the crowd suggests is the way to go. And almost, I mean, across the board, when that happens, we discover in the end that our own idea of what we thought was right for us was actually what would have been right for us. Uh, And then there are consequences to that. So I really encourage people to get quiet with themselves, to really get clarity on what the next move is to make, on what the decisions are and the priorities are that we have for our own lives and our uh, our own businesses, because it is very easy to get swept up in the overstimulation of modern life. And I mean, I love my cell phone to bits, but it takes me out. It takes me out of relating to other people uh, one-on-one or in person. And it's it's just the most fantastic, all-encompassing, you know, device to lose myself in. And yes, I'm connecting with lots of people from all over the world through that device, but I really have to monitor myself and be able to have enough quiet time away from electronics, away from noise, even from listening to music um, or walking along a street where I'm seeing billboards and being a part of traffic so that I can truly hear myself think. It's very interesting to hear you say this, Karen. I I, I heard you refer to your inner GPS before, but I'm glad I asked because I didn't really understand fully what you meant. And to now hear your definition, wow, you know, I have more in common than what I I realized because uh, in my work as a coach, and in fact, just yesterday, I was working on a module for uh, that I'm going to be delivering very soon. And we go through this idea of when it comes to coaching, what we need to do sometimes in terms of quieting down these other voices and sometimes our own voices inside of our head. So when you say that you encourage people to get quiet, to turn off some of that overstimulation that's happening because of our devices, that really resonates with me. And it does lead people to clarity. 
Yes. Yeah, we always have the answer for ourselves. Sometimes there's a lot of noise and mud between us and that answer. Mm-hmm. But that is as a result of that overstimulation. And when you can stop the action uh, and listen, and sometimes it really takes something and sometimes it really takes time. But ultimately, we really do have all the, all the answers for ourselves. One of the other ways that they come about is in conversation, in actual mm-hmm. conversation, voice-to-voice conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I often refer to it as uh, intuition, uh, but I love the fact that, as you would, because this is your brand, uh, listening to your inner GPS. I love it. That's right. And it really is a leadership quality. It's a leadership competency, quite frankly, I'd say moving up from uh, quality to an actual competency. Because to your point, there are times in every leader's life, uh, be it in a relationship where we knew this wasn't the right person for us or a particular hire that we made or, or whatever the case may be. But as leaders, sometimes we move with the tide of popular opinion. Right. As opposed to what our gut our intuition, or in your parlance, inner GPS is telling us to do. Absolutely. And it's a courageous leader who is willing to make change and do do so with uh, velocity. And it's it's no small task to, to realize that a team has been working on a project for months and to be able to recalculate midway if the leader has become aware that that project has no relevance now because of changes that have happened in the industry. And I I see this happen time and again. And instead of recalculating and making a change or abandoning a project completely if it no longer serves the organisation, Often it will just continue along and be allowed to finish up uh, for whatever reason, including morale, which is, of course, so very important. But it's a, uh, it's a very difficult space to be in to allow a group of individuals to put their efforts day in and day out into something that they know is ultimately not going to make a difference in their organisation. So, I mean, I really speak to the courage of a leader to listen, to, to carve out that quiet time, to be able to listen and connect with their inner GPS, and then to actually take bold action. Well, certainly that's easier said than done. Yeah, For you're, sure. So you're, you're absolutely correct, because I can't tell you how many times, and I'm sure you've seen it based off what you said there, that, yeah, you know, we've spent a lot of money on this, so we spent a lot of right. time on this. We can't right. turn around now. Right. You, <laughs> you know how I'm going to look? exactly right absolutely yes well very good well tell me a little bit more as well uh, Karen if you would about some of the amazing things you're doing because I I see you're now uh, in residence at uh, High Point University Uh, you've got your book out tell us a little bit more about some of the cool things you're doing well my partnership with High Point University began several years ago and I am currently the artist in residence the global artist in residence there and what that means is I make frequent trips to High Point North Carolina and work with the students and I have uh, given classes and mentoring sessions in the music department and in, th- in the entrepreneurship 
area in business, uh, with women in business. And it's just truly heavenly to be there and to be able to just to work with young minds and hearts, be able to share my experiences, to hear where they are finding um, they are dealing with challenges and to offer some of my learnings over the years and share the message of recalculating and to remind them that as, you know, as wonderful as college years uh, purportedly can be, there is a whole world and future out there waiting for them and that at some point they will really be truly able to make their mark. When I'm at High Point, I also have the opportunity to perform at events and meet members of the community and the, the parent body and it's, uh, it's just a, a brilliant environment to be in. Wonderful. And I know they enjoy having someone like you to inspire their young people. Thank you. So, Karen, how would you summarize our conversation that we've had today? You know, if somebody listening to this conversation was going to leave with one thought that they took away with them, I would want them to remember it is never too late to recalculate. No matter how dire the circumstances might seem, whether it be professionally or personally, it is never too late to recalculate. There is always another step to take, another action to take, another possibility. And sometimes it doesn't seem that way when we're dealing with major circumstances, but it is never too late to recalculate. It's never too late to recalculate. Excellent. Thank you. Now, on the Keep Leading podcast, we like to give leaders motivation for how they can continue to keep leading. So is there a quote or a great piece of advice that you've received that helps you to keep leading that you can share with our leaders? Oh, Eddie, of course, as as somebody who's so uh, enamored with professional development, there are just so many incredible thinkers and leaders and quotes. But the one that comes to mind is from a colleague, um, a great speaker and thinker, and that is Tim Durkin. And I had had a huge disappointment, one of the biggest disappointments of my career. And Tim just quietly said to me, you know, it'll, I just want you to know that this is not happening to you. It is actually happening for you. Mm. And I listened and I heard what he had to say, but it was, was those words have really stayed with me. Uh, quite a period of time later to realize that even though I couldn't see that uh, that opportunity not turning out the way I wanted it to uh, was going to be the right thing for me, it really was. And it it led to so many other, uh, the space was available for so many other things to happen. So that one I found to be just so impactful that it's not happening to you, it's actually happening for you. Well, I certainly appreciate that. I love Tim Durkin. In fact, I love him so much that I hadn't heard him say that. But <laughs> I have three of his quotes in the book that I wrote. So, really? <laughs> yes, oh, I'm a huge wonderful. Tim Durkin fan. He He's the man for sure. So thank you for sharing that with our leaders. You've got it. Now, Karen. Yes. When we arrive at our uh, destination after you've guided us so successfully, there's something you always say that I would love for you to say uh, as we conclude our episode. 
Does this mean you're going to let me have the last word, Eddie? (laughs) I just want to thank you so much for having me. This has been just wonderful. And yes, uh, by the way, before I let you have the last word, I want everybody to reach out and connect with you. How can you do that? great. Wonderful. Well, they can reach out um, by going to my website, thegpsgirl.com, or on social, I can be found uh, with at real Karen J, at real Karen J, letter J, uh, or the GPS Girl on Facebook. And, you know, I love to connect with people, hear their GPS stories, and, uh, and of course, you can then uh, find out about my, my books and my music, and I, I have a new album coming out. Oh, do you? Uh, in a little while. So, so yeah. I can't wait. Okay. Yes. Come, come visit me on Spotify, Eddie. I will. Okay, I good. absolutely will. <laughs> Great. And again, thanks for having me. And you have reached your destination. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl, for being a guest on the Keep Leading Podcast. You got it. And thank you. That concludes this episode, everyone. I'm Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator, reminding you that leadership is not about our title or our position. Leadership is an activity. Leadership is action. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So, whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.